Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Welcome to another edition of Great Points. Today's topic is going to be around the idea of Roth conversions. Um, if you are saving for retirement, you may have heard the term Roth IRA. You may be one of your options in your 401k package for a Roth 401k. And at some point, someone may have said, you know, have you ever thought about or considered a Roth conversion? Um, in today's episode, we're going to talk about, you know, three things. First of all, what is a Roth conversion? Second, how does it work? And finally, why should you care? Is it something you should be interested in? So let's jump right into it. Um, and you know, if you're thinking about retirement, this topic is either for someone who is probably in the earlier stages of savings, you know, so 25 to 35, or is starting to accumulate some significant assets and looking out in the future uh, and you know, concerned about their long-term tax uh, implications. So maybe someone who's in their 50s or 60s and doesn't want to leave a, a large taxable sum to their kids later in life. So let's just jump right into it. So first of all, what is a Roth conversion? And I guess we can go one step back. What is a Roth IRA? So when you when you start to save money for retirement, you have choices. So one of the choices is either a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k. And the word traditional essentially means uh, it's pre-tax. So you save a dollar and that dollar, you get to reduce your taxable income in that year by that dollar. So if you put $1,000 into uh, your retirement plan and you are in the 24% marginal tax bracket, that's going to save you $240 on your tax return at the end of that year. So you know they were a very popular strategy for individuals who were saving for retirement. And essentially, they, you know, they were kind of birthed out of the era where pensions started to go away and people had to start saving for their own retirement. So the government gives you an incentive to save for your own retirement by lowering your current tax liability now. Um, and it's great. Um, but as you let that money grow for, say, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, uh, what happens is you never have to pay tax on those dollars while they're growing. All the gains, all the in interest, all the investments is tax deferred. But when you go to take that money out in retirement at 59 and a half or uh, starting no later than age 72, you have to pay income taxes on that money. So it's not unlikely for someone who started saving in their 20s and did their best at saving for you know all through retirement to have you know over a million dollars in their 401k. And if you've never paid any tax on that, that million dollars is a nice number to see, but you know now let's say you're also in the 24% tax bracket, $240,000 of that technically belongs to the government. So in order for you to spend it, you have to pay, pay the government. So about 20 some odd years ago, uh, the IRS introduced what's known as a Roth IRA. And a Roth IRA is another uh, tool to motivate individuals to save for their personal retirement. And when you make your initial contribution, there is no tax benefits. So if you put $6,000 in your Roth IRA for 2021, you have to pay the same amount of tax you would have if you did not put any money in that account. But the advantage to a Roth IRA is that the money grows tax deferred. So if your $6,000 you put in this year is worth $10,000 in two years, uh, you never have to pay tax on those dollars as they're growing. And more importantly, if you take out the money at the right time, which is typically after 59 and a half, those dollars can be withdrawn income tax-free. 
So in that same scenario where you're putting in money in your IRA over time, let's say it grows to be $100,000. So you put in $6,000 at you know 22 years old and didn't touch it till you were 60. And, and now that account grows to say $100,000. Your income taxes on that $100,000 would be zero. And that's whether you took it out as a lump sum or spread it out over the years. So you could see the, the impact of a Roth IRA in the future on your purchasing power if you had access to a pot of money that was essentially tax-free. So uh, the challenge with Roth IRAs is the most you can put in is, at, you know, as of this year, is $6,000. And if you're over 50, you can do a catch-up and it's up to about $7,000. Um, but a lot of people have these balances in their 401ks that, that are pre-tax. And maybe they didn't have an option, so that's what they put it in, or they didn't understand what Roth 401k was, so they never checked that box. And they wanted to convert it or change it over to a Roth IRA. So the government created what's known as a Roth conversion program. And essentially with a Roth conversion, what you're doing is you're uh, electing to switch your contributions and all the growth in that account from traditional to Roth. So what happens is that is a taxable event. So you put money in pre-tax, you've never paid the government, and now you want to switch it to after-tax. So the government allows you to do that without paying the 10% IRS penalty for uh, IRA distributions before 59 and a half, but you do have to pay taxes on the converted amount. So let's use a scenario where um, I was just talking to someone who's in their 20s and they've, uh, they've got about $25,000 in their 401k or a couple different jobs. They had a few old 401ks that had amassed about $25,000 in them. And we kind of did a projection that said, okay, if we leave this $25,000 alone for the next 30 some odd years, it's gonna be worth a half a million dollars. So you can do nothing and just pay the tax later. Or you can do a conversion on that $25,000 and convert it to your Roth IRA, but your tax bill this year is probably going to be about five or $6,000 higher because you have to pay that 24% plus state income taxes on that conversion. So you know, the question is, do I want to pay $6,000 in tax now to get that money into a Roth IRA? Or let it grow, and you know, if it's worth a half a million dollars, I'll take it out in the future, and, and maybe I have to pay you know one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in tax later. So you know, the 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 what of a Roth conversion is essentially that if you've got money that hasn't been taxed and you want to switch it over, you have the ability to do that. Um, and the main advantage of a Roth conversion. Unlike Roth contributions, if you want to put money in a Roth, if you make too much money, you're disqualified from doing that. Um, so you have to look at your income limits on new contributions. But Roth conversions don't have an income limit. So for someone who's maybe above the, the contribution level but wants to convert an older 401k, they still can do it. So that's essentially what a Roth conversion is. It's the changing of a pre-tax account to an after-tax account. So and essentially, we talked a little about how it works, um, but to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that, uh, you let's use the same idea. You have $25,000 and you want to convert that into a, a Roth conversion or a Roth IRA. Uh, when you start to do that, they ask you a couple questions. And one is, do you want to have the taxes paid from the IRA on the conversion? 
So what that basically means is if let's say you're going to owe $5,000 of tax on the conversion, you start to convert your $25,000 and then they take $5,000 out for tax and $20,000 goes into your Roth IRA. Now, a couple of things you want to be careful about here is that if you're under 59 and a half, that $5,000 that was withheld for income taxes could be considered an early distribution and be subject to an additional 10% IRS penalty. So if you're going, if you elect that option and you're under 59 and a half, it's going to reduce the effectiveness of that strategy. The other thing you have to realize is that you started with 25,000 in your IRA or 401k, and a day later, you only have $20,000 in your Roth IRA. So now that $20,000 has to grow at a higher percentage or has to work harder to get to the same spot as your pre-tax balance. So typically for individuals that don't have uh, the cash flow or extra cash to, to pay the taxes um, outside the IRA, it's usually, uh, you know, the math kind of doesn't always work out, especially if you're under 59 and a half. So, but let's say you are, uh, you know, you save some money, you got a bonus at work, or you just haven't been able to spend due to COVID and you've got 15 or $20,000 sitting in your checking and savings account at the bank, not earning a lot. And you're trying to figure out what to do with that money. Uh, so you could invest it in stocks and bonds and inside your, uh, taxable account. Or you could do a Roth conversion and apply some of that cash uh, at the end of the year when you get your tax bill and it's higher, you can use some of that cash to pay the taxes that were owed on the conversion. So in that situation, your $25,000 gets converted. So $25,000 goes from your IRA to your Roth IRA and you're getting investment growth on that full $25,000 right away. Um, and then when your taxes are due the following April, your accountant or your, you know, the software you're using is going to say, well, you took a conversion and you have to pay tax on that. So you have to pay an extra four or $5,000, which means you write a check out of your checking account for that balance. Um, the reason why that's effective is it gets the full amount converted and working for you. Um, and if you had extra cash that really wasn't accumulating or earmarked for anything, you know, that investment in paying the tax now will, will be harvested later when you get to access those dollars income tax-free in retirement. So you basically, we talked a little bit about what a Roth IRA is, how it works. And then the final thing is, you know, why should you care? Why should you be thinking about this? Um, it really, you have to look at historical tax rates and investment returns, and then, you know, future uh, flexibility. So if, if you tend to be an aggressive investor and you believe that, you know, the historically the stock market has averaged about nine, you know, nine to 11% annually in, in growth. Obviously, it's not every year, it goes up and down, but that's historically the, the overtime return. Um, and or you're the type of person that's, you know, trying to pick hot stocks and you think you can do even better than that. If, you, if you're picking those stocks in your IRA, all those gains in, uh, for being a successful investor are yet to be taxed. And the, the faster your money grows, the bigger that tax bill is going to get. So if you consider yourself an aggressive investor and you believe that markets will be efficient over time and generate higher returns, that Roth conversion might even be more valuable to you because you're going to get a higher growth rate 
in a tax deferred and essentially a tax free arena to make those dollars worth even more, you know, down the road, 15, 20, 25 years down the road. Uh, if you're a conservative investor, um, you know, the, the, the loss of the cash when you pay the tax, you know, your investments may not generate the type of return to benefit you as much. So a conservative investor may not see as high of a return later when they go to take the money out just because they haven't seen as much growth. So, you know, that type of investor may be better off in a pre-tax situation and taking the tax savings now versus uh, trying to, you know, uh, generate overall investment returns that will outpace the, the tax they're paying right now. The second thing is the tax rates. So if we look at historical tax rates, and right now, if you are in, um, if you're an early career individual and you're in that, you know, 12 to 22% tax bracket or a married couple in that 22 to 24% tax bracket, it's, it's painful to watch how much of your paycheck goes to tax. But a lot of that is, you know, uh, the social security tax and, and some of its federal income taxes. But in the grand scheme of things, 24% federal income tax rate is not that high when you look at historical rates at, at various income levels. So uh, if you think that taxes will likely go up in the future in, in order to pay for some of our deficit or just keep, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's what your belief is, letting your money grow tax deferred to pay tax later at a higher income tax rate you know, may not make sense for you. So if you're someone who believes tax rates will be going higher, you might want to do the math on it and, you know, ask some of those tough questions and see how, if it makes sense and how you'd go about making it affordable for you. Um, if you are, you know, let's say you're an entry level position making, you know, a starting salary out of college in the 40s, 50s, $60,000, you know, that probably puts you in that 12 to 22% tax bracket. But if you have career aspirations of eventually running the company and being someone who's going to be making two, three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, that's going to put you in the 32, the 35, the 37 percent tax bracket later in life. Um, and if you're earning at that level for any period of time and you're saving and investing and growing your net worth, it's unlikely that when you retire, you're going to go into a much lower tax bracket just because your lifestyle will build up to something that requires money to pay for it. And, and if you need money, you're going to have to pay taxes. So um, if you are in early stages of your career and you're likely to have a higher income down the road, you might elect to look at the Roth conversion earlier and say, well, yeah, I know it's going to hurt a little bit for the next year or two, but once I've paid the taxes, I now have a, a, a great asset that's going to be a resource down the road. Um, on the flip side, if you're, you're in an industry where you're going to get steady bumps in salary, you know, maybe teacher, or, you know, a, a position where you're not going to see a, a 30% pay raise, you're going to get that one to 3% raise every single year. Um, you might benefit better from taking your tax deduction now um, and, you know, you know, in using that money for cash flow and for other things, as opposed to, you know, playing the long-term tax, tax game. And then the last thing you have to think about is your distribution or your 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 long term your your time frame. So you know I've been talking a lot about if you're in the 20s, 30s, and you've got a long time. But you know for individuals that are in their 50s, 60s, you know 40s, 50s, 60s, if you do a quick online calculator and say, well, if I convert my Roth IRA at 45 and I want to retire at 62. The, the money doesn't have as long to grow. So in order to make up what you had to pay in taxes, the investment performance you know, may not be there. But 
a Roth IRA is not never has to be distributed. So unlike a, a pre-tax where you have to start taking it out at 72, a Roth IRA can continue growing. So if you're looking at this and saying, well, I've got a lot of money in pre-tax accounts. And even though I may try to retire at 65, I don't know if I'm going to need to access them right away. And definitely not all of them right away. So I'm going to need money in my 70s, 80s, and 90s. So even though I'm 45 and I'm retiring at 62, I really, some of this money might, I might not need for 40 more years. So my timeline on the calculator isn't 17 years, it's really 40 years, which gives me more time to earn back and grow beyond what I may pay in tax right now. Um, and then the other thing is, if you're looking at your retirement balances and you're saying, geez, I've got a lot here and I'm unlikely to probably spend it all myself, which means my kids are going to get it at some point. Uh, once again, your pre-tax accounts, the, your kids will have to pay income taxes on that, that amount. If it's in a Roth IRA, your kids would actually inherit that balance um, income tax free. So sometimes if you're in that uh, realm of estate planning, you might say, well, you know what? I, I, I hate paying taxes. I don't want to pay taxes, but I also realize if I don't pay them, my kids will pay them. And if it's not going to hurt my lifestyle now to pay a little tax, I might as well consider a Roth conversion uh, for a sum or all of my dollars. Um, and that's an important distinction because a lot of people think if they've got an IRA with a half a million dollars in it, if they want to do a Roth conversion, they have to convert the full $500,000. And that's not true. You could do $25,000 or $50,000 in a year. Um, you can work with your accountant to figure out, you know, if I convert this, what will the tax ramifications be? And, you know, is maybe I'll do some this year when I'm between jobs and I won't do any next year. Um, so there's a lot of things you can do to, to, to kind of figure out, does it work for me? Is it the right decision for me or is it the right decision for our family? Um, so, you know, I would say there's a lot to think about when it comes to Roth conversions and like a lot of financial planning, uh, it's nothing you have to do and it's not a high priority item. Usually, you know, if you're buying a house, you need to get a mortgage, you need to get things in line. You never really need to do a Roth conversion. You never need to, uh, kind of do this. So it really is more of a, a proactive financial planning strategy that requires some time and thought. Um, and your benefits or the kind of the realized gains might not be for 15 or 20 years. Um, but if you ask anybody who maybe did a Roth conversion 15, 20 years ago, and now has a Roth IRA, that's with a good chunk of change that they don't have to worry about ever paying tax on again, they're probably going to tell you what a good idea it was. Um, so when it comes to Roth conversions, once again, they're not right for everybody, but there might be a right opportunity for you. Uh, whether it be this year or maybe in years in the, in, into the future. Um, and I guess my last thing to you know, highlight is if you're, if you're considering a job change, or maybe you're going to be out of the workforce for a period of time, that might be a year where you do some math and say, well, I don't have as much earned income. My tax bracket might fall a little bit. Maybe that's the year to do a little bit of a Roth conversion and, and you know, switch over some of my investments for long-term tax savings. So I hope this helps. I know this might have been a little more math and a little more numbers than I usually get into, but you know, I've been kind of doing this uh, analysis for a lot of clients lately and really looking at the, you know, what the future tax rates will be and uh, you know, realizing that you know, when you compare it apples to apples, you're probably not going to pay more or less tax long-term. It really just depends on um, 
you know, how you want to pay your taxes. And if you, uh, you know, want to have a little more control and flexibility in the future, you're going to pay the tax now. If you want to, you know, not be bothered with it right now, you'll just pay the tax later. So like I said, there's not a right, there's not a right strategy for everybody, but there definitely is a right strategy for you. And uh, thanks again. And hope, hope to hear it. See everyone soon. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, I'm Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.